Welcome to Grow Goodness with Grace. I'm Sophie. And I'm also Sophie. And today we are here to talk about the shit everybody thinks but nobody wants to say. Before we get started, I want to say that we've upgraded. Well, we haven't yet. What? I, uh, the seating for oh, the podcast. Yeah, we're still sitting on the floor. <laughs> we sit on the floor for the podcast, but, you know, I thought we should treat ourselves a little better, so I got us some really cool butterfly pillows to sit on, so I'm thinking they're going to be delivered soon. Um, heck? My uh, leggings have a hole in them. Are those your Gymshark ones? Yes! When did you order them? Not that long ago. I'm gonna Call. Send them, I'm going to send them a picture today. Call. Gymshark, we usually love you, so we're sad. There's two holes. <laughs> What in the actual heck Sophie's Bob? been working out a little too hard lately. I'm s- there, There's like three. Well, that one's snake. That one's going to be a hole. Yeah, you need a new pair. Frickin' A, I do. Hopefully the crotch doesn't have any holes. We, lo- <laughs> we love Gymshark. Usually, we're not calling you out. We just love Gymshark, but that's very sad. What the heck? Did they come out with new stuff yet? This is the origin. This is new. Mm. These are like brand new. I just okay. Happy you got them first. <laughs> I'm gonna get them. No, they're like quality. my favorite ones, though. They're so soft. Anyway. Anyways, sad, uh. sad. But we got some new butterfly pillows. We'll we'll update you with the pics next week. Hopefully they come. Will we? <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. There's lots of fun things I've been buying for the studio, but you know, it's like taking forever to ship and. I'm just unpatient, unpatient, impatient. impatient. <laughs> so I just like every day track my order and it's like, we're still creating your label. And I'm like, mm, so annoyed. <laughs> Anyways, so we kind of have like a I'm very not, random. I was going to say hodgepodge. It's modpodge. Yeah. Is it hodgepodge? No, I think it's hodgepodge. Oh. Mom, what is it? She always says we say these things wrong. Modpodge is like the stuff that you put over something to make it like hard. Oh, so hodgepodge. Yeah. Which doesn't really, we don't know what that (laughs) We don't really know what it means other than um, a lot of different random thoughts that we have today. So we're just going to kind of chat with each other and you guys can hear what we normally talk about, which kind of brings us into our first topic. I'll kind of like spiel that and then you can, you can start from there. Um, When when we were writing, we were trying to go through what we were going to talk about today. And I had wrote down that like the friendship that Sophie and I have is very different than any other friendships I've really had in the past I guess you could say because literally like what we talk about on the podcast is like what we talk about in everyday life we just like are being recorded (laughs) just work yeah all the time time. like we don't have I mean we do like we're normal friends like we have conversations about things but it's like one of those friendships that is like our foundation is built on like I think just, like, bettering each other versus, like, going out out and, Um. like, the gossip and just, like, the negativity and, like, I mean, you're kind of pessimistic, but, like... Shut up! (laughs) Like, like it's good because I usually try to be optimistic, so balanced. But, no, you know, like, just try not to be, like, you know, it's just, like, a really good rooted foundation. And so you can kind of go from there about, like, what our first topic is going to be about. Um, Well, I think this one kind of stemmed off of the last podcast when we were talking to Neil or was it Nick 
Nope, Neil. Neil. I'm like, you have two cousins, aren't they Neil and Nick? <laughs> yep, yep, they're brothers, yeah. Um, and we were talking about, like, surrounding yourself with, like, good people and how um, that will just spiral into your work life as well. Um, so kind of one of the things that I feel like we talk about a lot is, like, life gets better after high school. <laughs> high school was uh, so bad for me and yeah. you. Yeah, I mean... For different reasons. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, like, I was necessarily, like... You talk about yours first, and I'll talk about mine, because they're very different, but I feel like we, like, reached kind of the same understanding through it. So I went to a very small school. I graduated with 18 kids. How many girls, how many boys? I think it was, like, 10 girls and 8 boys. Okay. I could be wrong. You know, it's been been a long time. (laughs) It's been, what, seven years? Isn't that crazy? Seven years. 2013 is when I graduated. Me too. 2020, seven years. I know. Isn't and that- like, look at the PTSD <laughs> created for us. We still vividly remember the shit that happened. So going to a small school, you pretty much have to be like forced to be friends with everybody mm-hmm. because you don't get much option on uh, friend groups. So not to say that people in my high school were like bad. I don't want to like bash anybody, but you know... Sometimes you just get along with other people better, and when you only have 18 kids in your class, you're very limited on who you can be friends <laughs> with. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I feel like I didn't really connect with – I mean, I have a, a, still a few friends from high school, mostly just, like, guy friends that live next to my parents. In high school, I didn't really have, um, like, really, really close friends – in high school, in my own high school, all my other friends were outside of my own personal bubble. So going to college was very like eye-opening for me because you got to pick who you wanted to be friends with. There and you kind of get to pick like I don't want to say like who you want to be, but kind of like, like who you want to surround yourself with, which um, forms who you want to be. So. For all those people thinking, do I need to go to college? No, you don't need to go to college, but it's really fun to, like, meet friends in college and, like, get those relationships. Like, I met Logan in college, and, like, without that, I just, I don't know. We would probably not be friends if I went to went to college. I know, and I always say that. I'm like, I never thought I would be friends with you, so. <laughs> <laughs> not in a mean way. I just was like... Okay, because this stems back to, okay, I'll talk about my high school a little bit, then we'll kind of get into college. So my high school experience was so different from yours, but we both still, like, hated high school. But Oh, I hated it. And, like, I'm, like, I can't figure out, and, like, looking back, because I don't think I was, like, a great human by any means, but, you know, there's so much pressure at that point in your life to, like, be pretty. Be pretty, be yeah. Popular. And, and wear be the best skinny. clothes. And, like, I loved attention from boys. So I'm always like, what boy is going to like me next? And, like, you know, it's just, like, all that constant pressure. And you want to be friends with the cool girls. And, like, my friends who I was friends with in high school, like, we had a very toxic, toxic relationship. And, like, it's funny because we look back and we just, like, look at each <clears throat> other now and we're like, I'm sorry for being such a piece of shit. Like, what were we doing in high school? But it's just, like, kind of that type of, you know, competitive friendship. And it's like, you like this boy, so now I'm going to hate you. And I'm going to talk shit about you. And, I, you know, it's just, like, 
it's just so toxic and high school can be so toxic. And the one thing I'll never forget is like my mom and her friends, we were always just like sitting around. I mean, they were always just probably sitting around having beers, whatever. And like one of my mom's um, friends, older daughter is like so cool, um, Amanda Lorenz. And she's like kind yeah. of a chunk of time older than we are, I guess. And so I just, I always remembered her because now she owns um, Henry. Henry. Is it Henry Interiors or just Henry? Yeah, Henry Interiors with an I. I okay, out of Minneapolis. She's been like featured on HGTV for other things. I don't know necessarily that company, but she's like so wildly successful. And we're very similar people um, when it comes to like thought process and stuff. And so I just remember like, Lori always like having a soft, that's her mom, always like having a soft spot for me and just like explaining to me how much better it gets. And like, I would look at Amanda's life and be like, okay, my life is going to be so much better yeah. after these four years. And like, you can now look at us too and say like, your life can be so much different than in high school. It's just like such a hard, toxic place to be. And like, I do think I was, love it though. And I know. like when people are like, I wish I could go back to the like, high school the years. Fuck? I'm like, <laughs> No. You could not give me a million dollars to no. relive high school. Uh-uh. And, uh, and like, even when I have to go back there every once in a while oh, to, like, gosh. watch basketball games or um, one time I had to pick up something from one of my teachers when I was in college because it was, like, for, like, a grant or something like that. And I walked in and I was like, now I feel depressed. I know. <laughs> I know. I have to go sometimes to bring – or, like, I will bring Bo to watch um, Jack's basketball games. My little brother Jack is still in high school, and I'm, like, I just remember, like, I was, like, so bullied right there. Or I was probably bullying a girl in the hallway right there. Like, I was not innocent by any means. Like, because, again, you just get wrapped up right. in that life, and then you're kind of a shitty person. But it's so great because there's, like, a few girls I still talk with throughout high school that – Again, we just, like, look at each other and laugh, and we're like, I'm sorry. I was such a shitty friend to you in high school, and now I'm glad we can still be friends out of this. But it does get so much better. But, you know. Like, moral of the story is it gets better. It gets better. So then, like, moving on after that, like, we were talking about this the other day, and I was like, I think there's only, like, one girl in my bridal party that was from my high school, and that was Kenzie. Oh, yeah, because I didn't know you went to high school with her. Yeah, and all the other Mine ones. Mine was blown. <laughs> <laughs> all the other ones are friends that I met in college or through Logan or through photography, like Tawny. Um, and it just, like, goes to show that you get to pick who you want to surround yourself with. And, like, that's, like, a big choice because people are going to affect your mood and affect, like, your drive for success like I get so proud of my friends when they you know like start a new job and when they like I'm just it makes me so happy and those are the type of people that you want to surround yourself with are the ones that are like cheering you on the whole time and like not jealous and not tearing you down and not like motivating you if that makes sense and I feel like at this point in my life like all of my friends are very like motivating you know yes Everybody is, like, just ready to be a cheerleader, and, like, that. those are the type of people you want to surround yourself with. Like, drop the negative people. Yes, and I can, like, 100% attest to that because there's so many times where I'm, like, struggling or if I do something really good or if something is kind of going bad, you're either, like, it's going to be fine, it's going to get better, or, like, great job. Like, and it's so different to have those types of people in your life who like truly want to see what's best for you. And there's, mm -hmm. it's so interesting because like there's been so many times where 
And maybe it's because I, again, have, like, PTSD <laughs> from people who, like, didn't, like, were like, oh, I'm so happy for you. But they're not happy for you. And yeah. so, and it's so funny because in my friendships now, like, there has been, like, I, I know two of my friends for sure where there's been times where, like, I did a training or I did school or I did something that they had always really wanted to do and just, like, it was not a good point in their life. And instead of being um, jealous and, like, mad about me doing it, they were, like, my number one fans mm-hmm. and always will be. And I think that's such a testament to it's, like, not only is what I'm doing probably – I'm not hurting them, but in a sense it's, like – they want what I was doing and instead of being mean to me, like, like that's painful, right? Like you see somebody yeah. that you want something that they're doing so bad, but, and it's so painful to like be happy for them, but you love them so much. So you are. And like, that is the type of friends that I also have in my life right now. That is just like amazing to me that they've stuck through. And that has taught me so much about friendship and how to be a good friend because you don't just like waltz out of high school and your toxic relationships and like know how to be a friend <laughs> and like, Back to, because I think in college you were saying how it kind of got better for you and for like a little bit it got worse for me, but I had a different experience than you because you like went to NDSU. Yeah, I went to NDSU. Kind of talk about yours and then I'll like transition into It's it's funny because I went to NDSU, but I, all my friends that I made were at NDSCS. Oh yeah, that's right. Because that's (laughs) kind of how I knew who you were. Yeah. Well, that's not how I knew who you were, but yeah, you know. So I lived with my friend Liz in college and we um were roommates together our freshman year but a lot of our friends went to school at NDSCS so go wildcats always (laughs) so we would come down to Wapenton and hang out with like our three friends that we stayed friends with in high school that went to school in Wapenton and we just met a ton of other people in Wapenton and that's like how I met like Caddy and Brianna and Mallory and we like I don't know. Like, it's just weird. Like, I don't, I did not stay friends with, like, any of my NDSU friends at all, pretty so much. So, that's so interesting to me, because you found them here then. Yeah, and I mean, I guess I, I met, like, Allie and Carter at NDSU, but they lived here, so I feel like that's, like, different. <laughs> you know, like, they're, yeah. they're still here. But I, I don't know. I don't really know where to go and with how, that. And <laughs> how, well, because I was just wondering, okay, because I'm going to share mine, and then maybe I'll have you, like, dive back in, because this is where I was going with it, is, like, So my first year of college, I, like, had no idea what the hell I wanted to do. And I was in, um... Same. I went for nursing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I, like, I guess it kind of touches a little bit on a relationship because I'm, like, married now. But, like, that first year of my college life, like, is when I met um, Tyler. And I let it consume me. And, like, I know it's kind of hard to not let that happen to you but like I totally don't recommend that for people (laughs) because that first year was such a transition and I missed out on so much and like I can only go back and like tell people what I would have done differently and I wouldn't I don't know if I like could have but it's just like a time in my life where like that was so different for me so in that first year of college like consumed by a relationship and it it like impacted a lot of the decisions I would make again I would not I would strongly suggest to not do that because that's something I've had to like work through and it took me a long time to um and it doesn't mean that I wanted my relationship to be any different but I think that you should have a very strong sense of independence for Mm -hmm. so many reasons and I didn't so that first year it was just like I was consumed in a relationship didn't meet a lot of friends second year I made a lot of friends that I thought were wanted what was best for me and didn't and like I had um 
a girl who was like a really close friend to me. And I realized like looking back to it's, I was probably a part of a toxic, you know, friendship as well, where like, I'm sure I had things that I was doing that weren't good behavior yeah positive because it's hard you don't know how to be a good friend and you love somebody so much and you want to be their friend but there's like toxic traits that can come out too and so long story short that was like a whole navigation period for me it was like having really good friends learning how to be a good friend and you know after that year of of high school it felt like Mm -hmm. high school after that year of college um she like ended up no one of these specific people ended up no longer being my friend and I had a very hard time with that and I think that was a huge life lesson for me as far as like not everybody's for you not everybody's for you and I'm not for everybody and I'm not for everybody and I need to look because there's so many things that could be like she did this and this and this and this and this but instead of doing that that was like such a point in my life where I was like okay but how could I have acted differently and like what did I do and how did I mislead my feelings from like wanting to be friends with you and to like such like being toxic and probably having those you know jealous feelings because it's so funny like friendships can like really develop into like what a relationship is with all of those like do you know what I'm saying like a negative like yeah boyfriend girlfriend like a lot of those relationships can, yeah like needy and like possessive and it's just weird and it's something to look for so I took that opportunity as like that really sucks and I have to be okay with how that ended and like be okay with realizing like what did I do because there was a lot of relationships in my life where like those were kind of similar traits for me which sucks like nobody wants to look at their themselves in the mirror and be like I was a shitty friend but yeah you know that's it was like a sometime in your life you're going to be yeah and that was like a really good lesson for me to be like okay this is how I can change and like I have to be because like I don't know I mean I'm sure I could reach out but again I'm not for everybody and that's okay. And so like instead of reaching out and really like trying to heal that friendship, I just was okay with like closing that chapter and moving on. And I think it taught me how to be a way better human, a way better friend and just about what I want and my friends too. So like it was a good time because in high school again you're like you're trapped right so like you you (laughs) like you can't like find you can't go I mean you can have other friends like I had other friends that weren't at my high school but it's not the same it's not the same when you go to high school you're hanging out with the same people every day Mm -hmm. all day so you're forced to be friends with them yes where this relationship I was like okay we still are going to the same college we still have a really good mutual friend but it's okay we're not friends and and you can get out of it and that's how I feel like a majority of my high school relationships are now too is like I didn't leave any friendships on necessarily bad terms but we just never really I should have prayer for um that was left on a bad term (laughs) but that was like yeah okay that's okay but like these ones it's like once we graduated and a lot of us did not stay friends, like it was fine. We weren't for each other. Forced to be friends with people just because you were with them for 18 years of your life. Yes. And I, there are some people I choose because I like genuinely enjoy like two of my favorite people from high school. Um, Like I still, we don't talk every day. Like I talk to them once every six months, but like I love them. But like, yeah. I, again, there's other relationships where I just feel like I would be super happy to never, like, (laughs) spark interest in them again. And that's okay, because I'm sure that's the same thing. But, you know, when you have the... It it kind of, like, just comes full circle, though. Yes, yes. Like, kind of going into the next little tidbit, it's like, 
who you surround yourself with who do you want to be with who do you like what kind of person do you want to be so once like you make those like relationships that you pick and you like are starting your career and you have all these like motivational people that are helping you along the way like you'll know like then that's right Okay, I want to dive into that because I'm, I'm sorry. I know I'm just going to forget and I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm like, I need to dive into that because it'll it's going to tail from what I exactly just said. So basically that friendship, that that was such a hard year for, in my life for me. It lasted about a year and it was so hard to transition and move on because it's hard to lose friends and it's hard when it probably was your fault. So that was a huge, huge learning curve for me. And then I was like back in school, um, not for the nursing anymore, I think lord but I went to massage school and then that was in Fargo so then that was my time where I was like I hadn't left Wapaton yet so then I was able to like experience like all these different people and then Mm -hmm. I was able to experience what they brought into my life and some of it was really bad and some of it was really good and then you start to exactly what you say okay you curate your life yes so you just kind of stop talking to the people that you don't want to associate yourself with it's not you know, like, and, and you just, I feel like it just, over time, you stay friends with the good ones. Like, it just kind of happens. Yeah, at the end of the day, like, you want to surround yourself with people who are going to make you um, better. And that does not mean, again, that you can't have friends who, like, their life's a mess, and that's okay. Because you can better them, and you then can better that's them. a yeah. curve for you, too. Yes, but, like, when you're, like, at that transitional period in your life, like, a majority of the time, you... Time is such a valuable thing. So when, and you only have so much in the day. So when you're surrounding yourself with better people, it's only going to make you better. So again, like if you're that really good friend for that, like, person in your life whose life is a mess, you could be that person for them too. So I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying more so, like, if somebody's bringing you down, you don't need, yeah. you don't need to give them the time of day if they're just trying to bring your you down. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like at this point in my life, I have really good people and I'm really happy with all of my friendships and I could just cry because my friends are awesome. I know. I have the best friends. (laughs) And it's so, I think it's emotional because like, again, when you're like at that time in your life where you're in high school and you feel like the world hates you and you don't have anybody you can connect with and anybody who's going to love you or understand you, like that's so hard. So then to come at this and like look back, look back. And I like all my friends, I love them so much. And I will tell them like, you're annoying the shit out of me, and like I love, but the I next love day you. you. Buy me something. Yeah. <laughs> like the friendships, but it's like so cool because like you can be completely transparent and honest with your friends. Like the other night, my friend was being kind of a brat to me, and I was annoyed. And she like called me, and she's like, "I'm sorry, I was so rude to you. Like this is what was happening." And like I loved that because I was like, "What a good like transparent." Like I told her, "I'm like you're annoying me," and then she called and apologized, and it's like. That's such a good, transparent relationship to have. And, like, I love her all the more for it. And she loves me. And, like, I, lo- I like, live for those types of friendships, too. <laughs> so it's not necessarily, like, I hate to say that. Um, I don't know. Like, you just want to surround yourself with people like that as well. Like, people who, like, wholeheartedly will always love you. Yeah. Because so. there are people, like, in your life who. Don't be, look, have the best intentions. Mm-hmm. And they're just using you. But I feel like right now. It's pretty good. Yeah. But we've had to go through the shit. Yes, for sure. I've had a lot of heartbreaks and friendships, which mm-hmm. is a true thing. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to overcome. But now you can choose. Yeah. And so, and if you're ever in a relationship or a friendship, whatever it is for you, and you just feel like the other person's bringing you down for whatever reason, there is like... There's nothing wrong with being transparent 
and yeah. like telling them that you feel like it's just not it's okay to end it and that would be helpful positive. for them because yeah. like if somebody were to tell me like Sophie you're being a piece of shit friend and I just like can't be around you anymore like it would it sucks but like that's it's almost, a wake-up call yeah it's a wake-up call for me too so like there's never going to be a bad thing about that you just have to be honest in your relationships as well um and that's something that I guess I've never had a problem with necessarily like telling people the truth, but I've no. had to. Um, <laughs> I've had to. What's it called when you make it prettier? <laughs> um, I've had to like watch what I say and try to say it in a nicer way. So that's <laughs> that's how I want to say it. So it's not like like, but you can be transparent and honest. Um, but like, be nice and be kind. Yeah. About it as well. Um, I know we've kind of went on a tangent with that, but it's kind of talked about like our relationships. We're just chatting today. We don't yeah, really have like chatting. definite um, topics. Just kind of some tidbit modge podge, modge podge, modge podge advice. <laughs> yes. Anyways, so that kind of just talks about our friendships because I just thought that was. I mean, it's just navigating. It's yeah. nav- It's like anything in life, though. You got to find your people. You got to find your people, and it takes time. And like. Sometimes it feels like you're never going to find your people, and you will. I promise you. But you also need to make the effort, and you need to, like, maybe that's another thing I want to talk about. Make the effort, too, because it's always, like, a two-way street. Sometimes I feel like, um, like, I mean, I've had situations where I've felt like people weren't trying to be my friend, but then at the same time, I wasn't trying very hard to be their friend and be there for them. So I always have to remember, like, it's not all about me all the time. It's really hard to remind <laughs> myself that. Sometimes you just need to ask somebody how they are to make them feel better. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like I just like... Maybe if I ask her how she's doing, she'll ask how I'm doing. No, I know that's not what you mean, but that is just funny. It just will pop in my head. But no, that's totally true. Like sometimes... And there's, there's been instances where, okay, this is going to be another weird tangent, but, like, I don't ask somebody how they're doing, and then they get mad at me for it, and then I'm like, I'm a shitty friend. But also, those are the types of relationships where I'm like, if I'm not asking them how they're doing, not that I don't care, because obviously, like, I care how everybody's doing, but, like, maybe it's just, like, I'm not, they're not for me, and I'm not for them, and that's okay. So that, like, kind of full circle brings you back to that. Um, but I wanted to touch a little bit about, like, like, how we became friends and, like, it was kind of just through work and stuff. And so I just think it's important too to like, I'm going to use it, this as an example because like I have a yoga studio, but it's like go to yoga, go cycle, go um, play tennis. Like I don't even know, like random things that you enjoy and you will find your people there too. Because yeah. I think it's important to know like if you're not finding your people, like what are you doing? Yeah, because um, like you you want people with similar interests. Like yes. it would be really hard for me to be friends with I don't even know like a person that's completely I mean opposite to me but Logan's like completely opposite to me and but we're that's, together. yeah but, but that's different because you don't need to necessarily find your relation happiness in your relationship he just makes you happy because he's goofy and you love him but like like people you're like constantly yeah. like with every day you can like bounce ideas off of it's really fun to be friends with people who are like self-employed and I mean not all my friends are self-employed but a lot of them are like Mallory is and Maria is and you are and like it's I don't really know how to explain it, but when you bring it full circle, you always have, like, something to talk about and bounce ideas off of and help them, and you can always benefit each other, I feel like. Yeah, like, positively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, talking about, like, 
if I can say, like, I went for a four-mile run today. I did not. I'm really trying it hard. And my sister went for an eight-mile run, and I was, like, so envious of her and so <laughs> annoyed. And so thanks, as well. It's giving me motivation to run more. Um, Anyways, but it's like, okay, so that's prime example. So then I want to be friends with Isabel because she's going to help me get to my goals and where I need to be. Mm-hmm. So you can have friends like that in your life. Like, the mentor thing. Yeah. Like, finding that friend, like, if you – okay, so this is how I'm going to rephrase all of that of how I said – if you have toxic people in your life, it's okay to cut them out. If you have people who don't have, I mean, who have interests the same as yours but maybe aren't like to their full potential, it's okay to be friends with people like that too because you might be that ment- mentor, mentor figure them. in their life it's and really up vice to versa. to decide. Yeah. That's what the whole point of this is, is like you can pick your friendships because if some people, if, if there's a person that maybe isn't um, – at the same stage of life as Yes, you. that is what I want to say. Um, but they still are a great friend and they still are, like, they bring you joy and they bring you happiness, then you can pick them. You, and you that's can pick okay. anybody. And that's and it's exactly what you're saying is Everybody is different, different. stages. Because we don't want to say, like, pick friends that are only going to help your business. Like, that's not it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, it's no. like, pick friends that, like, will fill your heart up and will always be there if you call them at 2 a.m. bawling because – you watch a sad movie and like there's no reason for you to be crying you're just being irrational like those friends are awesome too like we're just saying choose people who like fill your cup yeah and you fill theirs too yeah yeah fill everybody's cup up yeah don't dump it out yeah don't dump their cup out don't deplete them be a good friend be a kind friend too because i think that's important and understanding okay. human okay so I think we're going to take this two different ways because I am I know I'm going to talk about this different than you're going to talk about it. You probably have way more insight on this than no, I do. No, I want you to talk about it from a different perspective because okay. I want to talk about – the next thing we're going to talk about is like PMSing and like – Girls. Girls um. stuff. Um, just like just like the hormone cycle for girls. So I'm going to talk about it in a different perspective because I want you to talk about the weight fluctuation with it and like okay. self-image. And I'm going to talk about more so like – like the emotional stance behind it because my sister and I were just talking about um, uh, women's hormones. Okay, so I was like PMSing and I told her I was crabby because I was PMSing and we were giggling because she's like, women only really have like one good week out of the month. <laughs> like it's like the cycle starts. So it's like you get your period and then right after you get your period, it's like great, you're happy, you're skinny again, you're not breaking out. And then the next week you ovulate <laughs> and then the next week you PMS and then the next week you actually have your period. And so there's so much fluctuation behind that. So I'm going to talk about the emotional stance and kind of like how I feel about that. But I want you to talk about, so Sophie's going to talk about like the weight fluctuation as well as like body image. So you can talk about yeah. that first. So I'll kind of like talk about how this topic kind of came about. I posted a thing on my Instagram the other day that said, <clears throat> focus on your health, not your weight. And I had a friend respond, and she was like, 100%, weighing yourself is just weighing your organs. As women, we have four different bodies in one single month because our hormones constantly change. We will never weigh the same in one given month, and it's all about how you feel. And I was like, that is such a good um, tidbit of advice because, like you said, you go through, like, we have so many hormones rushing through our bodies all the freaking time 
and they change all the time. Like some days I wake up and I'm like, wow, look at, I have four abs today. <laughs> and then I love that day. Never, I never have a six pack, never. But some days I Those have Those lower ones are hard to find. They're though. really hard to find. But some, and then the other days I wake up and I'm just like, wow, I feel like, and I feel like I maybe don't look different, but. You in, feel I it. I feel different. I feel bigger or I feel on like not as healthy as I did the day before and I think it's like really important to remember that it's okay to feel that way like everybody feels that way it's not just you it's everybody um like we as women we have the gift of life like giving other life we freaking grow humans yeah it's so cool so and like just because of that I mean our bodies they take they take a hitting and they take it with like hormones and they take it by growing and they take it by stretching and changing. And I want to like, I feel like I should just um, say this just as like a disclaimer, like, cause I know people like struggle with fertility and all that stuff too, but that like, obviously this applies. We're not just talking about like, Oh, yes. cause you can create life, but this just applies in general yes. because obviously everybody goes through the same shit. People who have infertility are just as important as people who can conceive because a lot of the times they go through Adoption, but they go through they the go worst through, stuff. They go through so many hardships. Because, like, infertility, like, then you do hormone treatments <sighs> and stuff. Like, I can't imagine. No. But we just, I just wanted to, like, clarify. Yep. Like, I'm not just saying, like, oh, you're creating life, so you're good. Like, it's just every woman. Like, every wo- woman. Woman. <laughs> I, I said it with an A. <laughs> yes. They go through so many just um, hormonal and emotional changes throughout a month span. And people... Um, like it's just, it's normal to feel that way. It's okay to wake up and cry someday and feel like not your best and um, like always work towards health. Don't work towards a certain body image because you're just gonna like you're setting yourself up for failure. And it's just it's just a mental game. I don't know. Like we were ta- when we did that candle or whatever the other day what was that called oh you guys they're so (laughs) cute shout out to dash and white one of my favorite stores that sophie introduced me to it is in fargo ran and operated by kelsey she's so cool we should totally have her on here one time she's so cool we love her but she has these candles and it was funny i had looked at them before but basically it was like a ritual candle so um we did it sounds like we're like witches um <laughs> wish anyways but um so we did a ritual candle where we lit this candle and we did like a prayer for strength and then we went around and talked about like what we needed strength in our lives for and I did that day I was like my affirmation was don't call myself fat because and some, it made me so sad well I mean I, just I like, know but it's true but like it made some me days sad. you just feel great and some days you're like yeah but that's fine okay you kind of talk about like what you were going to talk about and we'll like Mesh it together. Um, I have like a thousand things running through my head (laughs) right now because I just like, I'm so passionate about the hormonal ride of women. And like, I think it kind of started because I just was not self-aware. And when I became self-aware, then I was like, oh my gosh, like it's so hard to like ride that fluctuation all the time and like accept it and be okay with it and then learn from it. And so... Um, and I think it affected myself and my life a lot. And I want to say the first time I was like, what 
the hell is when I was talking to my coworker Rachel because she's just enlightened like all the time. <laughs> like she just like just laying in her hammock yesterday. Ooh, in the I know sun, she's so cute corgi. and she's she has taught me so much about life. Like she's so young too and like and she's been through a lot. But this is like she has taught me so much more about life as far as like how do I want to say it like um. Like a bigger picture? Total bigger picture. Like yeah. energy of life and like the energy you give is the energy you receive. So it's not traditional. That's what yeah. I want to say. It's just like she says shit and like when she used to talk to me, like right when I first met her, I was like, you are crazy. I love <laughs> you, but I'm like, what are you talking about? And she'd be like, Sophie, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, no, <laughs> not at all. But then we start talking about these things. And she had said to me once, I was like, I just feel sad. Like I don't want to go and get drinks and I don't want to go – out to eat. I just want to go home and rest. And I just talked to her. I think I might have been PMSing or I had my period. I don't know. It was like part of the cycle though. And she was like, well, yeah, because your body is trying to like get all rid of all this gunk now because you're like not creating a child. So of course you want to go home and sleep. And I, and like, you just need to protect your energy in that way. And then I was like, what? Like I was just, <laughs> just like clicked in my head and I was like, holy shit, you're right. And she had like, she opened my eyes of like the, the structure of the hormones and like just like the fluctuation of the cycle in general for women. And so when I had done all this like health coaching stuff, like when we went over, cause it was just like a week, cause I have 40 weeks of all that crap. And so it was just like a week of, we went over it and I was like, this is it. Like, this is what I want to share with people because I mean, we can get into all of it, like birth control and all the crap and like the Ugh. things that affect women's bodies. And so much does like, I know people will be like, oh, that's like, um, totally opinion based. It is, it is. But like, there's like some proven studies of like, you know, um, deodorant for women, like in having, just like having really high aluminum. Um, I want to say like toxicity. Is that like yeah. a word? Like yeah. in like different products and like how that really affects women's hormones versus like it doesn't really do much to men and so like it's frustrating and there's all these things we could dive into one day we will but that's just like where like my interests lie and stuff so when I'm thinking about the cycle and hormones like it just kind of made me angry right away because I was like that's that's not fair that we have to go through all of this like it made me pissed right away when I'm learning this and I'm like but then, flip side, then I was like, what an opportunity to respond to our body. So the days you wake up and you're like, wow, I feel like crap. Like, what a signal from our body to say, like, okay, either, like, I'm bloated because I have my period, so I need to rest, right? Because we don't want to listen to our bodies. Like, we have shit planned every day, all day. Yeah. So, like, you don't want to listen, but it's, like, you need to take a step back. And, like, Rachel said, like, I had those plans that night, and she was like, no, like, you just have to listen to your body. And some days when I wake up, I'm like, okay, I feel bloated. So I know I need to take a bath. I want to have a juice. I need to rest. And then I can get moving. And it's hard because like our world is so structured around time and like work and busy. Work. Yeah. So sometimes you don't always have that time for yourself. And again, we could go into another tangent of like trying to find work that you can make, make t you, you know, find, um, a career where you can like make time for yourself or be fulfilled, all of that stuff. But I'm just saying like it's hard as women because like we don't necessarily have the choice a lot of times to do that. So it's just definitely like listening to your body, listening to your emotions. And even if it's just like you wake up and you're emotional and you want to cry for an hour. Then cry. Then cry. And be okay cry with how all you the feel. Time. <laughs> if you feel like shit one day, that's fine. Don't go for that six mile run. Like I don't know why my miles keep rising when I talk about them. I just <laughs> my miles are not rising. I'm like I feel like I just keep like I'm like maybe if I say six miles then I'm like oh I'm 
going to do six miles. But, you know, don't go for that run. Like, listen to your body. Your poor body is, like, trying to get you through. Like, if you need to sleep 12 hours one night and you have the time and you can, don't feel guilty about it. Like, get rest. Like, there is so many more important things that you need to do for yourself. And I know this is, like, so tangency, but it's, like, that is just, like, the facts of, like, women's hormones. And it's so – it sucks. Like, and the thing I was going to touch on, too, a little bit is, like, things that piss me off is um, it doesn't make you any less of a person. So just because, you know, there's that thing. It's, like, oh, if a woman's a president, then, you know, her time of the month, she'll act like more uh. of this. That makes me so mad because I'm not saying that by any means. Like, if you wake up and you want to cry for an hour because you're sad and, like, stuff's happening in your life and you just feel like you want to cry, that's okay. But, like – the flip side is like women are so resilient so we can wake up and feel like shit and cry it out but then we can go to work and like be a boss be a boss yeah. all day and you would never have any effing clue because we are strong and we are resilient and we know how to work through this shit because we've been doing it our whole lives we like are really really good at acting <laughs> yeah so, thanks to my serving job i could like like we talked about this one time how like anytime we get in front of a client we can go from Oh, I'm so tired of that. Well, how? How are you? Yeah. How are you today? Yeah. And it's like, isn't that so funny? I literally can like. It's the customer service voice. I can just like flip side and I can be happy for straight 10 hours if I need to. If you need to. And then to. as soon as I'm done, I'm going to go back to bed and cry it out. And I feel like that <laughs> is like, that is how I want to describe like the resilience we are given. Yeah. I think it makes us. No offense to men, but I think, like, we are stronger than men in so many different ways. Like, yes, of course, they could probably, like, lift more than I could. But, <laughs> yeah. like, like you said, you can have a fucking hor- – sorry. You can have a horrible day. <laughs> and I know people get pissed off about the F word, but suck it up. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so, like, you can have a horrible day, horrible morning, go to work, flip on that switch, be mm-hmm. present, be there, be aware for everybody, come home, flip it off and cry it out and like what man can do that like literally men I'm like if they even feel we don't know Um, but if they do feel like I'm just saying like we just have such special gifts that we are given um and it doesn't make you any lesser of a person being a woman going through this like I think it makes you stronger yeah and I think it's okay to feel a little lost in yourself at times um that's so true certain like stages of life you know a lot of moms have babies and then like afterwards they feel like a stranger in their own body if that oh, makes yeah. sense I'm like gonna tear up if we talk about that but <laughs> yeah like no really because I've and there's and it's not not um, that I've had a kid but but you know like it, because there's but there's pictures. so many times where you could have felt like a stranger in your own body as well though it doesn't you don't have to have a kid to feel that yeah. way it could be based on um weight Just, but it could be also emotional. Mm -hmm. Again, back to, like, who you surround yourself with. Like, there's so many times you can feel like a stranger in your body, and I feel like that's so tough. It's tough. It's tough to navigate through. It's tough to make a decision. It's tough to sit with those feelings and to figure out how to get past it, and that's a really hard part of being a woman. And I think it's because, you know... There's a lot of pressure to look a certain way. And to be a certain way, um, I mean, I think it's getting a lot better. Like the last like couple of years, I feel like body positivity and like accepting who you are through like different stages of life has like become more of like a 
more to I want people to be healthy, healthy and to take care of their bodies. And at no that matter mean, weight that they yeah, are. Yeah. So, so if you're healthy at 200 pounds and like you feel great, that's so cool. But if you are like, like ill, like actually ill and your body and your organs are shutting down because you are obese, like I will never ever advocate because that is an actual illness and we need to like yeah. have the tools to fight that. But on the flip side, like some people's bodies are like, bigger and they, that's great. They rest at a bigger weight and that's totally fine. But I'm when you say that, we're talking about like my 600 pound life. Kind yeah, of people. yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, I'm not talking about people who fluctuate 20 pounds during the month because you have four or different even bodies. 50 pounds yeah. throughout years. It's years. Like, like, we don't, I just wanted to like say, like, I, because I am like, I just uh, really, yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a fine line to ride, but I'm like, I'm not, I don't advocate for like, advocate, mm. I think I say that for like 600 pound life. But like, we're just totally talking about people who like, and it's different because I like, I feel like I get a lot of shade because like I'm smaller, but like, I've fluctuated, especially after like 70 pounds, probably having both yeah. coming back down, getting really small, getting to a normal weight again. Like I know how it is to look in the mirror and feel like shit about myself. And it doesn't matter. Like, again, what weight you're at, as long as you like feel good, you feel eat good, good, you move your body and, and you you're, you're doing what and you have energy and you clarity, like mental clarity. You're doing what your body is telling you to do. Yeah, it, I, it has to deal with like height too and all of that stuff. And but muscle like muscle mass, everything, mu- everything. Like, and that's the whole scale thing. We could go. We've talked yeah, about that. Yeah, and we want to like. I just love. Um, if you've ever seen those pictures, if you haven't, Google it right now. But it's like a hundred and fifty pound woman, and then it has like ten of them, and like how different everybody looks. And so the number is like not relevant. Not relevant. What's relevant is if you feel good. And I don't mean to throw shade at anybody who's obese. Like I. My heart is with you. Like, I want to help people like that. Like, that's like, it, it, it truly in my mind is like an illness. Like, yeah. I, you know, that is, it totally is. And they deserve, you know, all the help and love they can get. But it's just like, I just don't want to like make people think it's okay. But like back to body image and all of that stuff, like it just looks so different for everybody. That's why we hate the scale so much. Yeah. I hate the scale. Like, mm-hmm. I can wake up and know like, probably put on five pounds last week and I should like not eat all those brownies I could take a crap and lose five pounds. but then again yeah like it's just the fluctuation of everything um yeah and it's just hard it's hard and yeah. we are pressured so much and like but I yeah that's what we were talking about like uh society like pressures women to look a certain way that's yeah. what we were talking about before we went on this and tangent. it's like no consideration to like have you had a baby um another thing that I think is huge for women is like and I obviously have zero idea like can't relate because I don't have boobs but it's like if you have like a very large chest that adds so much weight to women's body yeah which I think is true and like in turn flip side because again another tangent but it's like if you have bigger boobs, then you look bigger. Because that happens if you wear a shirt. Yeah, like, that, I have lots of friends like with... a tent shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, stuff like that. It's just, like, women just don't get, like... And I don't want to say, like, a men's traditional body. But, like, women fluctuate, I think, so mm-hmm. much because of the hormones, because of, like, what we have on our body. And what people are always telling us to do, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I don't really know how to, like, go about, like, keep talking about it, but it's just as, like... Because we're just going to say the same things. <clears throat> yeah. Like, we don't think that, like, we're not advocates for, like, anything other than just, like... Being healthy, eating healthy. We just healthy, want you to feel good. Being, feeling good and, like, know that you know what's best for your body. Like, your body mm-hmm. is going to tell you what it needs, um, so you just have to listen. I, I love that because it's, like... 
That can be taken for people who have eating disorders, people who are underweight, people who are overweight, whatever it is. It's like, you know what's best for your body. And if you're not ready to like fight that fight, that's okay. But like just being aware, I think is so Mm -hmm. strong. Having Mm -hmm. the intuition for your body and knowing what's best. Cause there are so many days where I, I know I say this out loud all the time. It's like, I feel like shit. I know eating five cookies is not going to help me physically, but like mentally, um, it's cool. I feel cool about it today. And like, I'm okay with knowing that like I made the wrong choice for my body that day too. So we're not always saying like, you need to not eat five cookies. Like that's, it's just more so like having intuition and being aware and just like listening to your body and loving your body for it. Cause I think a lot of us like will listen to our body and then like hate ourselves a lot of the times too. Cause it's like, oh, I feel like I should be like smaller or you wake up and you feel like shit and you're like I feel like I should feel good today and that like makes you resentful but it's like no your body does so many insanely cool things like you need to listen to your body and love whatever it's telling you that day because your body doesn't mess up no that's the one thing as long as you listen to it as long like literally we talk about this in school a lot and like it's so interesting to me the first time I heard it he was like you crave sugar okay there's so many different reasons we're gonna deconstruct this craving your body is not wrong, so you're craving sugar for a reason. But is this because, A, you are dehydrated, B, I don't know, is it like high blood sugar, low blood yeah. But you have some sort of blood sugar mm-hmm. levels. C, are you mentally feeling like crap and we need to like repair that so you don't crave sugar? So it was just like listening to your body is so important because then you can make like good decisions for that. And I was like, I always thought I crave sugar because like I hate myself because I'm like, why do I want another pack of Skittles? And it's like... <laughs> But you deconstruct all of those thoughts and intuition and processes, and it's like your body is just trying to tell you, this is what I need from you. And so, like, our bodies, it doesn't mess up. It's giving us a clear message. So, like, love yourself for that, though. Like, you're freaking smart. If you want to eat the boneless wings, eat the boneless wings. And, yeah, also eat the wings. (laughs) I know this is very tangenty, and, like, it was just, like, lots of thoughts, and it's in no constructive order whatsoever. Bottom line is just be healthy. Throw your scale away. Um... Unless, unless it's good for you. Unless and you, you like, I mean, it's I know, just, it's hard. It's, it's I'm hard not going to gonna tell you what to do because if you like to weigh yourself, you freaking do it. You just, do you. We're not <laughs> saying that, but like, just like what we've found that works like for so many people is literally like, it's hard to base it on the weight. And it's just, not a very reliable yeah. denominator when you're like going through life. And know that you will fluctuate as a woman a lot. And they say <laughs> <laughs> for women with your four bodies, because I love how she says that, like, four bodies a month, like, it is so normal for women to fluctuate 15 pounds over, 15 pounds under. Yeah. So if you think about that in total, that's 30 freaking pounds. That's normal. Like, yeah. it is a normal thing for your body to do. So, like, be okay with that, too. That's kind of why we hate on the scale a little bit, because if yeah. you gain five pounds, people will be like, oh, I gained five pounds this week. And I'm like, I probably freaking did yesterday. Like, it's yeah. just what happens. Water yeah. retention, all that crap. And if you need more information, ugh, information, just research because it makes you feel better too. Yeah. With actual information. I feel like we should end on like a happier note. Mm. Not that that's not happy, but like, do you have any funny stories? Did anything funny mm. happen to you? It's Tuesday. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if Bo said anything harassed harassing me lately did you say uh potty training is not progressing potty training isn't progressing and that's been I can talk about that for a quick minute um that's kind of been hard for me because like as a mom it makes me feel like a failure because like my kid's nuts and so like he doesn't like to sit still and so like I'll put him on the toilet and then he just like there's only so many times he can like hop off the toilet where I've been like restraining him for 10 minutes and he's screaming bloody murder like 
I just like haven't found a good way and I just don't know if he's not ready and like that's kind of hard for me as a mom because like there's like, pressure there's so much pressure they're potty like trained when's he gonna be potty trained and then talking to your like Sophie's mom she was like made me feel so much better about it she's like he's clearly not ready what are you doing and I'm like well everybody says and she's like no he's not even three just give yourself a break and so like that just goes back to pressures of mom but yeah sadly there's no update I'm still giving him the treats <laughs> though because he's cute and he loves them maybe by episode 15 we'll have some yeah, progress yeah we'll have some progress that'll be a good goal episode 15 um I can talk about a story that happened to me today it's not funny but it's just life um with Bo because I don't know he's just a little bit um I think because we all just being out of routine and then we're gonna end on this because I know exactly what I want you to do after this um sorry I'm always like do this next but you had a really good idea for it um but we're all obviously a little bit off on routine and so like I do know that my mood affects Bo and like whenever I get stressed he's definitely more stressed and this morning I was trying to get a lot of work done and like I didn't have a lot of time so I was like here just have like this cereal and you can have it on the couch I don't care watch your show because like I needed to go do this really quick and he didn't want the cereal and instead of being like a kind boy that I try to raise him to be he freaking chucked it and he's like uh-uh mom I'm not having that and then he sat in his room for 20 minutes and cried and then he said he was so sorry and he's like the sweetest boy ever again and like that's just stuff that's been happening in my life lately and it's just like I feel like this whole podcast episode is just to like have grace for yourself yeah that should be the name of it have yeah grace give yourself grace yes yeah that's my middle name. And things. it's your middle name, so it's perfect. Because <laughs> really it is about, like, being graceful. And it's hard. And life is hard. And, like, this isn't probably the most uppity episode, but it's just, like, really. It's real talk. Real talk. Girlfriend. It's hard. <laughs> We've, real talk. We've shed a lot of tears lately. But it's just, yeah, give yourself grace because life is very hard. But I want Sophie to end. So she read this to me yesterday. And we don't really like to talk about this very much with the virus in itself because it's just opinion. And I think before she reads it, I really want to state that like, this is unprecedented times. And so like, everybody is guided off of opinion and not factual information. And we're not going to have this information for maybe years to come. So like, you just need to be understanding of that. And she read this to me yesterday because if you guys live in North Dakota, you know we kind of got opened up for soft openings and everybody has their opinion on it. And I just want to tell people so strongly um, to listen so carefully to what she has to say. It's a quote she reposted and I reposted it on my wall, but like this is what I want to end on. So you can read what it says. Okay. Um, so this is what we're going to end on. And it just says, just a thought as governors are trying to figure out how to ease back into the new normal, please remember, some people don't agree with the state opening and that's okay. Some people are still planning to stay home and that's okay. Some people are still scared of getting the virus and a second wave happening, that's okay. Some people are sighing with relief to go back to work knowing they may not lose their business or their homes, that's okay. Some are thankful they can finally have the surgery they have put off, that's okay. Some will be able to attend interviews after weeks without a job, that's okay. Some will wear masks for weeks, that's okay. Some people will rush out to get their hair or nails done, that's okay. The point is, is that everybody has different viewpoints and feelings about this, and that's okay. Be kind. And um, I think that's really important. Like you said, like this is very new for everybody. We have never in our lifetime went through this before. Um, 
So everybody, everybody's going to go at this in a different way. And there's no right or wrong at this point. Like some people might think they're right and other, people's will think, other people will think they're right. But nobody knows what is right. We don't know how to handle this. We've never handled this before. Um, so just give everybody just kindness and um, be respectful. Yes. And I think the hardest challenge of all of this is like people's mental health has been so worn down. So sometimes when you say like, I don't think we should be reopening. And then I loved how that person was like, oh, I side with relief because I could open. And, you know, I think at the bottom line, at the end of the day, like it's, it stems from mental health. So like if you dig at somebody for their opinion, it's going to dig at their mental health so much too. And so I just think like, and, and people still being terrified. Like this just goes to show like you just need to just seriously respect people and how they feel and don't dig at them for how they feel because we all get to have our opinions and we all get to feel the way we want to. And it's human. And it's human. That's like the great part about not being a dog or a cat. Yeah, <laughs> like you get to feel. We're human and we get to have our own opinions, but we also get to respect everybody else's at the same time. So And like what a testament to like the words be kind. Yeah, so just everybody out there listening, we really want you to you know stand by your own opinions if you don't want to go out and if you don't feel comfortable going anywhere you don't have to if you want to go out and you want to wear a mask you can do that you can do whatever you feel is right um, but just be respectful to what other people feel is right because they might feel just as strongly about their opinion as you feel about yours mm -hmm. in their head so um, and just remember, nobody knows what we're doing. We're all, we lit, everybody is trying their best. Everybody's guessing. Yeah. So, and we're all, we just, even the governor is like, my, I, I tell, I think I say this 10 times a day. I'm like, I would never want to be the president no. or a leader. No. Nobody knows, and everybody's doing their best. So just remember that, like, you're not going to run into somebody who's like trying to be a shitty person. We're all trying our best, and we're trying damned so hard. Damned if you do, and you damned if you don't. Yes. So, so um, on that note, um, yes, be kind. Thank you so much for listening to episode seven, and I freaking love you. Freaking love you. Bye.